before we go further, there was a additional prayer request that was brought, um, and we are praying for Wyatt um, and Felicity. We're praying for a friend of the village who has a daughter that will have an operation Wednesday to close a hole in their heart. Um, his name is Wyatt and her name is Felicity. Uh, most gracious God, Lord, we thank you for um, being a God that is ever-present, for being a God that knows all even yet before we know it to exist. Lord, we ask that you would go into that operating room, Lord, that you would touch all those that have a part and a place there, Lord, that you would have your will and that you would give comfort and peace where comfort and peace is needed. In Jesus' name, and all of God's people said, Amen. Today's scripture comes from John. Maybe. There we go. John, the, the ninth chapter, and just so that uh, I can jump around a little bit, because I don't think you want me to read for 20 minutes, we're going to go uh, verses 13 through 16 and 24 through 25, and it reads, they brought to the Pharisees a man who had formerly been blind. Now, it was a Sabbath day when Jesus made the mud and opened his eyes. Then the Pharisees also began to ask him how he had received his sight. He said to them, he put mud on my eyes, then I washed, and now I see. Some of the Pharisees said, this man is not from God, for he does not observe the Sabbath. But others said, how can a man who is a sinner perform such signs? And they were divided. So for the second time, they called the man who had been blind and they said to him, Give glory to God. We know that this man is a sinner. He answered, I do not know whether he is a sinner. One thing I do know that I was blind, and now I see. The Word of God for the people of God. God help us, because we need it. Amen. The last time I stood before you, I gave you a charge. And that charge was to find your favorite scripture and to either post it on social media or share it with friends, uh, however that might happen, whether it would be a phone call, whether it would be a text message. I, I think I even mentioned sending a smoke signal. And, and this is the scripture that I shared with a few of my friends because it has always been one of my favorites. It, it, it is my favorite because it, it is obvious as they walk through that there's a lot of things that happen and there's some uncertainty with some people and there's fear with others. But but at the end of it all, the, the once blind man says, I don't know what you all are talking about and I can't say yes or no to a lot of your questions. But the one thing I do know is that I was blind and now I see. In this particular portion of Scripture, we have a, 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 a man that was blind from birth, a man that, that has never seen uh, the world, the colors, the, the, the sky, the grass, had, had, had never opened his eyes, and stuff happened like many of us uh, see every day. 
And he encountered this, this, this man named Jesus as Jesus was walking by and he, he, he no doubtly had heard about Jesus and all of a sudden, uh, he, Jesus dips into the ground and spits and makes this mud pie that, that, that we talked about in our, our children's moment and, and rubs it on his face and tells him to go and, and wash and all of a sudden his eyes are open. And instead of the Pharisees being happy at the time that all of a sudden this man that was once blind now sees, they said, "Uh uh-oh, if he sees and he's been blind since birth, then that miracle we haven't done before. And if if the, if the man that, that, that healed him did it on the Sabbath, that goes against our established law, which then not only threatens who people see us as, but, but threatens how we believe we have to do something about this. And so they go and they begin to question and interrogate him and they begin to, to ask all of these questions and they begin to try to pressure the parents into saying stuff and pressure the people into saying stuff. And at the end of it all, this man simply says, All I know is that I was blind, and now I see. Behind me is an acronym that I learned many years ago. This acronym is one that is used in sales a lot. Uh, I don't always ascribe to it because it can lead to some unethical uh, uh, treatment and some unethical uh, practices, but it, it is a very real sales tool, and it is. FUD, F-U-D. What it stands for is fear, uncertainty, and doubt. Using an extreme circumstance, okay? So I walk in and say, if you don't fix your IT infrastructure, people from, uh, from all other countries are going to steal all of your stuff and your equipment is going to blow up and you, the building is going to catch on fire and you'll be done. Fear. You may reply, yeah, that's a little bit extreme. We have it taken care of. And I might say, yeah, but so did this corporation in this city and this state and all of these big names. Do you really? Uncertainty. Which brings you to doubt to say, well, maybe we should just let you look at it because maybe there's a hole we don't know anything about. FUD. Fear, uncertainty, and doubt. Now, all the research that, that I did on this particular uh, sales tactic said that it began in the 1920s. But I, I tend to think that it might have begun a little bit earlier than that because I think the Pharisees learned it too. Because the Pharisees said, if you say that Jesus is Lord, if you say that, that you are a follower of Jesus, then we're kicking you out the temple, so you might want to keep your mouth closed and you might want to do what we tell you to do, which is fear. You might say that, that, I don't know how that fits within this scripture, but if you keep reading, what you'll find is they actually went to the parents and said, hey, has your child actually been uh, blind since birth? And they were like, uh, why don't you ask him? He's of age. Cause you're not throwing me out the temple for nothing. Uncertainty, because now that, that the guy is healed and it's something that has never been done before, they, they want the people to see it differently than it happened. So they said, you know, uh, clearly this, this, this man was not uh, blind from birth. He, he just was, he, he saw and then he didn't. And then this guy restores his sight. That's not too unusual. That's happened before. Uncertainty. Because the hope is that if enough doubt is built, 
then the Pharisees and their opinion and how they see things and how they will like things to go forward continues without any issue because if there's just a little bit of doubt about who this Jesus is and a little bit of doubt about what really happened, then I can continue to hold the control that's necessary. But what I love about this once blind man, I love saying that once blind man, is this. He looked at the fear and the uncertainty and the doubt that the Pharisees tried to to place on him. And and all of the sudden, he flipped it on them. So instead of walking in fear, he said, but I walked in faith and something happened. This this Jesus came up to me and he told me to go wash and I wanted to see and I went and washed and look what happened. My faith did something. It, It happened. This is very real. This once blind man goes and looks at this uncertainty that they're trying to cast and saying, hey, you know, well, he hasn't been blind all of this time, so this isn't unusual. And he says, look, I was blind since birth. And the last time I checked, according to your scripture in verse 31, uh, the last time I checked, God doesn't hear sinners like this. So in order for this person to do a thing this big, For the very first time in history, he has to be of God, and God has to be present. How could you call him a sinner? Let's let's wipe that uncertainty out the play. And then he took dominion and talking to the Pharisees as a confident person, that, that as if he was never blind and as if he stood in their shoes all the days of his life. And so people of God... It is amazing to see how when you walk in faith and and walk in unconditional love and walk in dominion, the way you see things changes, the way you approach it things changes. The, the, The way you walk through the various seasons of your life has to change. Because the FUD of the Pharisees, was flipped on its side. The FUD of the the salesman of the time was disbanded. You see, the Jesus that we serve is so much bigger than anything that they can come up with. And the reality of it is this. Though this scripture tells us a lot about people trying to convince uh, various individuals that, that they are not who they say they are. Though this scripture uh, uh, says that there are people throughout history that have tried to convince uh, us that God is not God and that, that Jesus is not Jesus and that salvation is not for us and that the Holy Spirit has no place. Though there are pages in the scripture that try to, to, to that, that show us individuals that, 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 that have uh, implemented this fear and uncertainty and doubt. I am, I, I ask you to continue reading. And what you'll find is even though they told the three Hebrew boys, if you don't worship us, you won't be anything. They, they went in faith and they went in love and they went in dominion and God delivered them. Though they told uh, David that he could not slay Goliath on, on his own volition. He walks in, he throws a smooth rock and cuts off his head. I'm telling you that though they say that the seasons in your life will overtake you, though they say that the challenges will will be too big for you to, to 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 walk through though they say that you can't be who God promised you will be i ask that you keep reading and that you would turn that fear and uncertainty and doubt into faith unconditional love and dominion because if you would walk in the faith of God saying 
Though he slay me, yet will I trust him. If you will walk in faith, saying, Yea, though I walk through the valley in the shadow of death, I will fear no evil, for I know God is with me. If you will walk in faith, saying, Even when my enemies and my foes rose up to eat up my flesh, I know they will stumble and fall. If you walk in faith, saying, uh, I know that the weapon may be formed, and it may be shot, but it will not prosper. If you walk in faith, something will happen in your life. And while you're walking in faith, Though it may seem uncomfortable, though it may seem uncanny, though it may seem different than what you thought your life would look like, the sharing of unconditional love, I promise, will give you a strength and a passion and a comfort that you never expected to have. It will take an uncomfortable situation and throw you in the middle of of the arms of Jesus in such a way that you keep walking because you want to keep seeing other people be blessed. And so even though you may feel like you are being persecuted by walking through your faith, you can see the blessings that reside around you in the lives of others, and you still can lean on the fact that if he can do it for them, he can do it for me. And if we will take dominion just as God has given us, and walk as if we have always been royalty, and walk as if we have never been blind, and walk as if all those things that they called us, we know they are not true, and walk as if the purpose and the promise of God on our lives is yes and amen. I assure you that this world could look different, because the reality of it is this. God is calling us to speak up for those that are suffering, and just as God is calling us to speak up for those that are suffering racism. God is calling us to go and and, and take care of the poor, whether we get recognition or not. God is calling us to see about the orphans and see about the widows and to talk to people that he knows needs our testimony, even if looking at our lives and our past makes us look bad. God is calling us to walk in faith through those trials of life that don't always feel great, To walk in a place where we can be uncomfortable and focus on what God is calling us to do. And look at those that are around us speaking love and showing love and being the hands and feet of God so much that we begin to stop looking at ourselves and look at what God is doing with everyone else. Which then should give us an energy and a confidence to walk heavy through life with a dominion that says, I am a child of God. With a dominion that says, my father loves me. With a dominion that says, I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. I refuse to believe that there is anything or any person that there is any circumstance or any season, that there is any level of fear, uncertainty, or doubt that can separate me from the love of Christ. And I I refuse to believe that the people that I love, the people of this village, the people of the world, if we would show them the love of God, I refuse to believe that they would believe that fear, uncertainty, and doubt as it is skewed by those that don't know God can separate them from God's love. I refuse to stand by and watch everybody run in a direction because fear has taken over when I can help them to see faith in action. I refuse to let hate win if love is still an option. And the last time I checked, God is still love, so it's still an option. I refuse to be run over. And when, when God has called me to run after the thing that he has placed on my heart to do, and people of God, I pray. 
with all that I have. I, I pray earnestly with all that is within me that you feel the same way. In the midst of the storm, in the midst of the trial, in the midst of the challenge, if you would just hold on to this small portion of Scripture, I believe it would help you. So I have fulfilled my charge and giving you the thing that helps me most. And that simple phrase is this. I don't know what it looks like. I don't know what will be. I don't know what the end will be in this situation. I don't know how even I got in this season. But all I do know is that God has been with me, that God is with me, and that God will be with me. So you can use whatever tactic you like. You can say whatever you want to say. You can do whatever you want to do. You can throw the kitchen sink at me. But all I know is that I was blind, but now. I see in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit.